0: It will make a tremendous difference in your world who you walk with in life. 5805, Success Forces, Part 14, choose carefully who you walk through life with. Welcome to Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the word. And it is reported that Howard Hughes, one of the world's first and well-known billionaires, who was worth approximately $4 billion decades ago, made this statement. I'd give it all for one good friend. And for those of you who know the story of Howard Hughes, he died a recluse in a penthouse suite that was elaborate as I don't know what. He had all of this money, but he died alone, worth billions of dollars, and he said, I'd give it all for one good friend. And we've been dealing with a series called Success Forces. There are forces in life that take you to success just as there are forces in life that take you to failure. And this is the next to the last of the success forces. And today's success force, choose carefully who you walk through life with. Choose carefully who you walk through life with. Ecclesiastes 4.9, the New Living Translation, says this. Two people are better off than one or a triple braided cord is not easily broken. You know, back in the old days, when countries went to war, most of the war was hand-to-hand combat. It's not like it is now. They did not have guns. They had swords and knives. And to kill somebody with a sword, you got to get in close combat. I want my brothers to just stand up and come up here with me for just a second. I want to just illustrate something. You see, soldiers in the old days, when they had to fight, They always fought what's called back-to-back. Now, see, Elijah, I want you to stand here, and James, you stand, and you face back that way. They fought back-to-back. So if you're back-to-back, no enemy can catch you by surprise. You can see them no matter which direction. It's where the phrase came from, I've got your back. And you stood with your sword here, and you couldn't sneak up. You had to go through one to get to the other one. And can you imagine what it's like when you've got a friend and they got to go through them to get to you? This is what kept soldiers alive when they stood back to back against the enemy. Y'all may be seated. And it said, Two can conquer, but three are even better. And you can deal with so much, but you have to be careful in life who you walk with. We even attended a wedding yesterday. And it's walking down the aisle. Do you know you have to be careful who you walk down the aisle with? It will make a tremendous difference in your world who you walk with in life. Now, many times when you hear people talk about friends and friendship, they talk about, you know, a friend is a person who steps in when the rest of the world walks out. A friend is a person who pulls you up from the gutters and who you can depend on when you're down. And all of that is true. All of that is absolutely true. But oftentimes what most people don't realize, the real power of friendship is not to pull you up once you're down in the gutter. The real power of friendship is to keep you out of the gutter in the first place. See, it's the same way I look at even with the Lord. The Lord has healing power. And it's great to have the healing power of the Lord. It's great to be touched and healed. But it's a whole lot better not to be sick in the first place. So it's a whole lot better when you start looking at friends and when you start looking for friends to think about, I don't just need somebody to pull me out to God. Gut- I need somebody to keep me up and to help make me strong and to take me to a whole different level. It's a different kind of thinking. And the success force of who you walk with is one of the most powerful forces there is. Even Jesus didn't walk alone, but he chose carefully his disciples, and he never sent the disciples out alone. Even on the mission trip that we just came back from Los Angeles with, they gave us one instruction. Whenever we went out, we went out to some places and neighborhoods. We went out in the skid row. They gave us one primary instruction. Do not go anywhere what? Don't go anywhere alone. Take somebody with you. See, it's a spiritual principle. It's a life principle that even though, yeah, you could have wandered around skid row by yourself and you probably would have come out all right. But they know the probability is that if there are two or more, The probability of something negative happening to you plummets. If you are not by yourself, be careful of who you walk with. This is an answering machine message, and I just want you to hear, because some of y'all need to listen to this message. Play that answering machine message. I am not available right now, but I thank you for caring enough to call. I am making some changes in my life. Please leave a message after the beep. If I do not return your call, you are one of the changes. Now, that's humorous, but it's real. Some of you, your success is hindered because you're not walking with the right people. And when you don't walk with the right people, it changes where you will go. It changes how you will get there, it makes a tremendous difference. Like I said, we just left the mission trip, and while we were there, the men stayed in one room, and the women stayed in another couple of rooms, but we were all in kind of like army barracks situation. I think there was 15 or 20 men in one room, and we were in bunk beds, just in rows in the room, and as we were there, I put my suitcase under the bed, and when I pulled my suitcase out, I noticed the bottom of the suitcase was all dirty. So I then no one was on the top bunk, I was on the bottom bunk, so I took my suitcase, dusted it off, I put it on the top bunk. And I was telling the men about it, and I was saying, man, it's dirty under these beds, so y'all be real careful about putting your stuff because it's dirty under there. And Prophet Dexter, he was in the bunk across from me, and he said, yeah, man, I, I got my bag to the side. Because if you put your bag under the bed, he said, not only is it dirty, but sometimes there are bugs and other critters that'll get in your bag. So you have to be real careful. I keep my bag on the side. I'm not putting my bag under that dirty, but I'm keeping my bag on the side. And then see Elijah, he was right across from there. And see Elijah jumped up and immediately took action. (laughs) See Elijah Elijah said, I'm zipping up my bag right now. (laughs) And I was out on the mission field and I was walking with Dinah. And I was telling Dinah about how dirty our bed. Yeah, Dinah said, our bed was dirty underneath too. But Dinah said, my mama was a cleaning woman. And my mama trained us. And She trained us. She wouldn't let anything. Said, so, yeah, on our bed was dirty too. But we got together and we got some brooms and some rags. And when we washed it with the rag, the rag just came up. Ble- but we got that stuff clean. And you see, there were two entirely different responses. And if just... One of us had a said, instead of moving my bag to the top bunk, instead of putting the bag to the side, instead of zipping up the bag, if one of us had just said, let's clean up under the bed, because the next set of men who come in here are going to have the same, let's clean up under the bed. See, it makes a difference. See, all of the folk who had stuff under the bed were walking together. And I was the leader, I was the first one, I took my, I put my stuff away. I didn't even think about cleaning under the bed. But walking with Dinah, you could not leave your stuff messed up under the bed. So it makes a difference just even in your daily habit. And each one of us, we reinforce the other one's actions. That's the way it is in life. Turn to the person next to you and ask him, who are you walking with? And it just makes such a difference who you are walking with. Do you know if you lack willpower, you need to get with some strong-willed folk? If you lack discipline, get with some people who have discipline. It changes you when you walk with people on a different level. Jim Rohn was the one who first made the statement that you are the aggregate of your five closest acquaintances. Whoever you walk with. And see, you can determine where you're going by looking at who you are walking with. It'll tell you real clear where you are going, and it's really very accurate. So it's a powerful success force, and it's just like that answering machine message, I'm making some changes in my life. Leave your message, and if I don't call you back, you wanted one of the changes. <laughs> if you want to go to another level, you have to leave the level that you're on, and sometimes if you have to go to another level, you got to leave some folks. Now, I know Some of you are saying, well, pastor, that just don't sound good. If you want to go to another level, when we go to church conferences, and they'll have seminar after seminar after seminar after seminar, do you know the main theme of most of those seminars? And I was kind of surprised that the main theme of most of the seminars. The main theme was not spiritual. The main theme was not Jesus. The main theme, see, Elijah, shout out what that main theme was of most of them conferences that we've gone to. Fire quickly. These are the religious conferences talking to pastors and preachers. The number one thing was fire quickly. Get people out of position who are not doing what they're supposed to do in those positions so you can rise. See, some of you all need to fire quickly. If you want to move to another level, you will have to change who you walk with. And I know it doesn't sound good to some folk and it may sound elitist. Yes, it is elitist. We are a peculiar people. God's folk were always the elite group. They were never part of the crowd. They were always the remnant. Heaven is an elite place. Hell is for the crowd. (laughs) So yeah, it is elitist. If you want to move to another level, you have to change who you have been walking with. It changes your mentality. You know, even they have done research just with college freshmen, and they've done a tremendous amount of research with college freshmen. One study... They basically had two sets of women, one who exercised regularly and dieted, and another one who didn't. And the group who exercised and dieted, they would take a random roommate and put them with that person. And what college freshmen have a tendency to do, virtually all college freshmen have a tendency to gain weight. All of them do. It. As a general rule, when you go to college, you gain weight. So what happens when they put a freshman with A woman who was dieting and exercising, the freshman gained one half pound. When they put the freshman with someone who was not dieting and who was not exercising, they gained two and a half pounds. They gained five times more by being with someone who was not on track. See, for the women who were in the room with Dinah, under their beds are clean. For the men who were in the room with me, the next group of men who go in there, don't put your suitcase under that bed. <laughs> so it makes a difference in all kind of areas of exactly whenever you truly walk with someone on another level, be it a higher or a lower level, it transforms where you go. It is a serious success force. Friends greatly influence your choices. The reality is that you're likely to start acting more like the people you surround yourself with. Have you ever noticed that? They've done studies on that over and over and over. They did one study where they asked people which lines were straight. And they knew they had some lines that weren't quite straight. But what they did, they had a group of actors. So they would go into the room and be all these other folk and they'd ask which one of these lines are straight. And all the other people would point to say, this set of lines is straight and that set is crooked. And it was the wrong answer. But they were testing to see how people responded when they were around folk who were doing stuff the wrong way. And what they found was when the people were tested alone, they got the straight lines and the crooked lines right virtually every time. But when they were tested with the folk who pointed to the wrong answer, their wrong answers went up 25-fold, because the folk around them were seeing stuff crooked or saying it was crooked, and by the time they got through looking at it, it started looking crooked. See, if you are around folk doing crooked stuff, crooked stuff starts looking straight, and straight stuff starts looking crooked. If you are around folk, whose spirituality is all in a different direction, Who atheistic, who doesn't believe in the power of the Lord. If you're around them long enough and they talk to you enough, sooner or later straight stuff starts looking crooked. And crooked stuff start looking straight. If you're around folk and they're doing all kind of stuff and doing all kind of evil stuff, all kind of stuff that when you first met them, you knew this stuff was wrong. It's like what happens if you walk into a smoke-filled room. If you walk into a smoke filled room and you don't smoke, the stuff will start burning your eyes, you start watering, you can't hardly breathe, but you stay around that smoke filled room for a week. All of a sudden, you walk into it after a week, you can't even smell anything. Your eyes don't burn and they don't water anymore. See who you are around and what surrounds you gets in you and it becomes you and it starts coming out of you. So who you walk with makes a tremendous difference. And ask yourself, The people who I am walking with every day are they where I want to be. And if they're not, you need to make some changes in your life. Now, I will tell you that this revelation, it just hit me this morning. James is my closest friend, but I had another friend who passed away, and it's been about seven or eight years ago. We talked every single day. Oh, we were college classmates. We were close friends in college. We maintained the close friendship. And it was about 90% foolishness. I'm just going to be straight with you. We called each other every day, and the minute we picked it, both would just go to grinning. Because it was just about 90% foolishness. But, whoa, we would laugh. And I'd be talking sometime and come just, dry, just laughing. We just had all kind of crazy, silly stuff we would talk about all day long. Not a tap of uplifting, not a tap of stuff going to higher speed, It'd just be some crazy. Can anybody relate to me on that? <laughs> and I thought about it this morning when he was pulled out of my life. The silly stuff went way down. And I began to think, and I still miss him a lot to this day, but it was only this morning that I realized about, and I never would have broken friendship with him, even though I knew it was mainly silly stuff. But I just enjoyed the silly stuff. And sometimes you enjoy the silly stuff. The silly stuff, you feel good, you laugh and all the time, but it ain't going nowhere. And sometimes you know some folk like that They joke, they funny, but you're not going anywhere. And even sometime in school, you got some friends like that. They are party up or stumpy. They're the life of the party. But they're not going anywhere. And as I began to realize this, I said, Lord, there have been two close friends in my life that I'm no longer associated with. One I knew and deliberately made a conscious effort where God actually began to speak and I pulled away from him. But this friend, God had to take And see, there's some people in your life, and you don't know why they have been removed from your world. You need to ask yourself the question, if I had continued to walk with them, where would I be headed? And some people God has to pull out of your life because you won't remove them yourself, but you know hanging with them does not take you to the destiny where you know you need to go. And it's a tough thing, but to... Be careful who you walk with. James and I, we attend a monthly meeting where we attended with other CEOs who run multi-million dollar companies because there was a principle that I knew. of The five closest friends I knew if I wanted to go to another level, I had to get around another group of people at another level. And you can't solve sometimes new problems with old knowledge. you got to get to some situations where you around some folk who've already solved those issues successfully. And it makes a difference. So... Who are you walking with? And see, some of you are not walking at all. But that's why you can't walk. But in order for you to walk, the best thing... See, I know when I'm running a half marathon, the best thing in the world is to have a good pacing person. And sometimes I will get with some folk, and we just start talking, and I said to myself, I hadn't planned on running this fast. But what I learned... And I don't like to run next to people who are making a lot of noise when they run because if a person is running like this and you can hear their footsteps, there's something about it that you automatically start running in sync with their steps. You just can't help it. If you hear something and they're they, they running like you can hear their feet just plopping, there's something about even though you may be running like this, but if you hear that feet just plopping, there's something about your step That gets in step with theirs. Whoever you are walking with, you will get in step with their steps. And if you're not walking, the probability is your friends that you are hanging with, they're not walking either. So if you get with someone who's moving, it automatically causes you to move. Who are you walking with? 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 It's such a powerful principle that it changes destiny. Among middle school students, it's been proven that low-achieving students who become friends with high-achievers boost their grades. Among college freshmen, they're more likely to binge drink if their roommate is a heavy drinker. And this was the stat that really got me. If one of the roommates brings a PlayStation or Xbox into the dorm room, study habits and GPAs drop. So parents, and you got kids in college and you see an Xbox hooked up to the TV, chances are study habits and GPAs are going to drop. And if one of the dorm roommates brings in a game console, it affects everybody in the room. And even if they don't play games, you walking by, you got an armload of books, you're getting ready to study your calculus, and they're over there shooting zombies. <laughs> so you crack your book open, and you're studying some tangential equations, you're going through differential equations on calculus three, and there's a pow, 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 gotcha, pow, pow, pow. pow. There's something that changes your step, and you start moving and grooving, and you start adjusting your world, and your GPA starts to slide. And even though you're not even on the game console, there's something about it when a roommate brings it into the room. GPAs and steady habits, they drop. Who are you walking with? What friends do you have? And if you would examine that question, the cartoon character, Charlie Brown, he once asked Linus, he says, Linus, what would you do if you felt that nobody liked you? And Linus responded, well, Charlie Brown, I guess I would take a real hard look at myself and ask if I'm doing anything that turns people off. And I would ask, how can I improve myself? Do I need to change in some way? Yep, that's my answer, Charlie Brown. And Charlie Brown looked back at Linus and he said, I hate that answer. Now, you may hate Linus's answer too, but it's also God's answer. If I am to have friends, I must be a friend. And there's a point that goes, I went out to find a friend but could not find one there. I went out to be a friend and friends were everywhere. Do you know who you hang with? It even determines the way you talk. I'm not talking about positive or negative. I'm just talking about even the way you talk. When I was looking at this title, Choose Carefully Who You Walk With, or is it Choose Carefully Whom You Walk With? You see, if you're around folk and they talk with all kind of bad English, it affects your English. You start talking that way. And if you talk around someone, and they're extremely proper. Their diction is perfect. They always make sure the enunciation and pronunciation is absolutely... Do you know it starts affecting you? And you will stop seeing ain't, It just affects you. And when you get around them, something about your verbiage shifts to another level just because of the way they talk. See, the same things happen just with grammar and the way you talk. If you hear a lot of folk talking with a whole lot of bad English, they're around folk who talk with a lot of bad English. Even a child. When you hear a very proper talking child, you go home and everyone's proper talking. Their friends are proper talking. So how you talk determines who you walk with so there are things in our world that are success forces that make a big difference and if we can just get around the right folk it changes our walk and our destination now the final success force deals with this because there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother but you need to have your earthly friends right too Jesus knew it and understood it. He chose his disciples carefully. You need to choose who you walk with carefully, and it makes a difference. It makes a difference. This is a difficult walk through life, and when you're walking with the right people, it changes things. But in order for you to get to the right person and to get with the right people, you need to start making a habit of being right yourself, because we often draw what we are, not what we want. I thank you for joining us today at Brothers of the Word. If you want to listen to this message, success forces, be careful who you walk with. You can go to brothersoftheword.com and listen to the full message absolutely free. Be careful who you walk with. I want you to play that answering machine message one more time because I want you to hear this because some of you need to do this. I am not available right now, but I thank you for caring enough to call. I am making some changes in my life. Please leave a message after the beep. If I do not return your call, you are one of the changes. Thank you for joining us today at Brothers of the Word, because, brother, you need the word. You are listening to Brothersoftheword.com. This was Part 14 of this series titled, Success Forces, subtitled, Choose Carefully Who You Walk Through Life With by Nathaniel Bronner this message is number 5805. That's 5805 to listen to over a thousand free messages or to send this message number 5805 to a friend. Go to brothersoftheword.com. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to help support this ministry, go to Iwanttogive.com. That's Iwanttogive.com. Listen to brothers of the word.com often because, brother, you need the word. I'm